Social Zoom Factor, episode 39. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to talk about another one of my favorite social networks, which is Twitter. And we are going to have some fun and talk specifically about how you can make sure you are not a twit on Twitter. And in case you don't know what a twit is, we're also going to define that. But trust me, if you are looking for success and results when it comes to Twitter, you definitely don't want to be a twit. So you're going to want to stay tuned for the rest of this podcast. Anybody who follows me online, you know that Twitter is one of my favorite platforms. And it's honestly one of the platforms that is the hardest for many people to understand. However, once they get it, quote unquote, get it, the light usually turns on for what is social media and what is social business. And Twitter is truly just one of those platforms that can help you zoom your business and zoom your life more than any other social network out there. If you can understand what it is and how to use it. Now, I encourage you to check out some of the other podcasts that I have done on Twitter, as well as a couple others that I'm going to mention. And I will include all of these details on the show notes page for this particular podcast with links. In addition, we are getting ready very soon within the next week to two weeks to launch a new Twitter class. And this class is going to dig in deep to what is Twitter. It'll be great for newbies as well as veterans, but it will go into what is Twitter? How can you use Twitter for business? How can you build your brand and a lot of other things? So if you're interested in that, I encourage you to head on over to socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom my tweets. And then you can be one of the first to be updated when that class is launched. And then we'll also have a coupon code for you so you will be able to save even at launch day. And let me share real quick a few past podcast episodes that we did that I think will be very relevant for you for today's conversation. Episode 31 is definitely one you want to check out and that is Twitter for Business in a Nutshell. 32 is also Twitter for Business in a nutshell, but it goes into 12 business benefits of utilizing Twitter. And I get pretty deep on that one. Another one would be episode 35, where I also include quite a bit about Twitter. And it goes into social media launch and influencer marketing strategies. And it really goes into Twitter and how you should and should not be using Twitter for a launch. And that could be a product launch, a mobile application launch, any type of business launch or taking something new to market. And then episode 37, I also talk about whether you should buy fake Facebook fans. And we talk about fake fans, fake followers, trolls, influence, spam, and bullies. And so that's a really good one to check out. 
Today, we're going to talk about Twitter a little bit differently. And we're actually going to talk about some things that you should not do on Twitter. I have 38 tips that I'm going to share with you to help you not be a twit on Twitter. And I'm going to go through these kind of fast, but I think they're all good and will help you be more successful, particularly if you are new to Twitter and you really don't know what you should and should not be doing. Because as with all social networks, there's just this ecosystem you need to understand. And there's these norms that people have and things that they do and they don't do. But as I go through this today, I also want to remind you that I always say there is only one way to do social media. And that is the way that works for you, your audience and your business. So you always need to make sure you know your audience, your strategy, your goals, your objectives, and that you are doing what works for you. Advice from others Either it's going to work for your business or it's not. But most of these things I'm going to tell you today not to do are pretty true regardless of who your audience is. And I think if you don't do most of these things or do them, if I'm telling you to do them, they're going to help you get a really good start out on the social web, particularly with Twitter. So let's talk about this. What is a twit? And I wanted to just have a little bit of fun with this topic. So I actually went and did some research online and out on freedictionary.com, there is actually a definition of the word twit. It also has twitted, twitting, and twits. So it says, to taunt, ridicule, or tease, especially for embarrassing mistakes or faults. And then it says, see synonyms at ridicule. So one, it says the act or instance of twitting. Two is a reproach or a taunt. Three is slaying a foolishly annoying person. So for the purpose of this podcast today, we're going to use the last one, which is a foolishly annoying person. And I am going to take liberty to change it to a foolishly annoying Twitterer. So I'm really not sure if Twitter is a word. However, today, we're going to assume that it is. And heck, I'm in marketing. I know a lot of you are in marketing. We make up words all the time, right? can't tell you how many times that I type something into whatever application I'm on and it says that is not a word and I say yes it is. So let's go ahead and let's talk about how you cannot be a twit on Twitter and you don't want to be a twit. I remember when my partner in both business and life started tweeting and he was a couple years behind me. I got on Twitter in about 2009. It was when I was still working in corporate during my 15 plus corporate career before I became an entrepreneur. But I can remember when he got on Twitter and his name is Josh Roinet out on Twitter if you want to look him up and give him a hard time on this. But he used to call tweets twits and a lot of people do that. So if you have done that, that's okay. And you can for now keep calling a tweet a twit if that's what you want to do. But I can remember he would run in my office and say, I sent another twit. And I used to just crack up. All right, Josh, good thing that you sent another twit. I'm proud of you. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started. And let's talk about what not to do on Twitter and how you cannot be a twit. Let's go. Number one thing. This is probably one of the most important things, which is do not send auto direct messages. 
These can also be referred to as auto DMs or DMs or Twitter DMs. You may hear people referring to them. Basically, there are tools out there that will enable you to auto send a direct message. And so you can send messages to people that follow you. You can just send spam to everybody if you want to. Just don't do it. And there are so many people that are doing this and you follow them and then you get some spam link saying, thank you for following me on Twitter. Now, please come check out my Facebook page. My recommendation to you, if I have followed you on Twitter, you should be happy that I followed you on Twitter and we should leave it at that for now. And then you should inspire me to get to know you. If you want me to get to know you and follow you on Facebook or check out your blog, inspire me to do that. Come tweet with me. Come say hi to me. Come join our Get Real chat every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time right on Twitter. We talk about all of these things. We have a cool, awesome community that helps each other grow both in business and in life. Come hang out with us. Come hang out on my blog. Come hang out on my Facebook page. Come talk to me where I am at and get to know me. Don't send me a Twitter auto direct message and expect me to come follow you everywhere. It's not going to happen. It's a waste of time and a waste of space. And oftentimes I unfollow people when I see those types of messages. Number two is to take down the default avatar photo. So your profile photo on Twitter, which is probably an egg by default, that is the number one way that people know you're brand new to Twitter. And there are actually many tools that you can auto unfollow people who have a profile photo of an egg. So you do not want to be an egg. Please put your smiley face up there. Put a picture of you up there in real life so we can get to know who you are. Number three is to make sure that you're wearing clothes in your avatar pic. So in that profile pic, don't be naked. And for women, don't have it be some fancy photo you took at a Christmas dinner or Christmas ball with all the skin showing, right? Because when we see that photo from a distance, you don't look much different than some of the X-rated avatars. And so you want to make sure you're making a good first impression. Make sure you're just wearing some clothes. And I know men, some of you like to show off those muscles, but you just really need to think about who you are, what your brand is, and what type of impression you want to leave with people. Number four is don't tweet like a sailor and drop the F-bomb every time you send a tweet. And if I want to be offended, there's many other places in my life that I could go to be offended, particularly down here in Florida. I travel all the time. And so it's up to you if you want to use curse words in your social media conversations. That's up to you. However, if you are new to social, I really recommend that you refrain from that because you are going to turn people off more than you turn people on. Now, if it's part of your brand and you have planned that and you have thought that through, then heck, more power to you. Go ahead and do that. But if you're just jumping on social media and you really don't understand the ecosystem quite yet, you really should refrain from that if you can. Number five is don't join a Twitter chat that is 
on the topic of social media or social business or Twitter, Facebook, and complain the whole time how much you miss all of the old marketing tactics, okay, traditional marketing, or how terrible it is that people are addicted to social media. We know that we are addicted, and I actually have a podcast on that topic you can check out about are we really adding value in our daily lives with social media. So it's something to really think about. But we know that we're addicted and don't be a twit and remind us of that. Come on to the conversation if it's on a Twitter chat and talk about that conversation. Of course you can have an opinion. And the Get Real Chat Twitter chat that we do every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we all have very thick skin. And that's how we started and why we started was really so we could all get real on many of these topics that other people were avoiding. So I'm not saying don't have an opinion. I'm just saying make sure that your content that you are providing as part of a conversation is within context of what people are talking about. Number six is don't auto-tweet the I unfollowed you. And there are some tools out there that will do that. It will not get me to follow you again. Sorry. I will absolutely ignore that tweet that you send me. And I will not follow you because of an auto-tweet that you send saying, you know, you unfollowed me or why did you unfollow me? If we know each other and if maybe one of my tools accidentally unfollowed you, or it could be that I did unfollow you because you unfollowed me. Uh, Because a lot of us, we really try to keep our Twitter followings clean and make sure those ratios are in line. So a lot of times people will unfollow you if you don't follow them. And there are tools that they use to do that. So just make sure you're not sending mean tweets saying, you know, why did you unfollow me? It is not going to help you make friends. Number seven is if you are interested enough to ask me out on a tweet date, please read my bio first and you'll probably see that I have a family, that I'm married, and that I really don't want to go out on a date with anybody. Number eight is don't be tweet jerky, aka be a jerk. Pretty self-explanatory. Number nine is don't tweet mad. So that'll help you not be a jerk if you don't tweet when you're mad. If you feel you are frustrated, if somebody has ticked you off, if you just feel like slamming your fingers on the keyboard, take a breath and walk away. Do the same thing you would in an email. Okay, this is real life and real business. And remember, everything that goes on Twitter winds up on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and in blog posts, and oftentimes the news on TV or radio, whatever it may be. Even if you send a tweet and you regret it after you send it, and then you go and you delete that tweet, that doesn't mean that it's gone. And depending on what app people are using to see tweets, if they already saw that tweet within their Twitter timeline, they will still oftentimes see that tweet, even though you deleted it. And all it takes is a split second for somebody to do a quick screen capture, either on their mobile device or on their computer. And that could go down in history forever. And we've seen that happen. We've seen a lot of brands that have messed up and tweeting really bad things when they're frustrated or something goes wrong and then they try to delete it and they are truly unable to delete it from the interwebs because somebody has always copied it. Number 10, this is kind of a safety one. Don't drink and tweet 
or tweet and drive. And both of them are important. My car was actually totaled a few years ago by a lady that was texting and driving. Not cool, I know. And thank goodness that I was not tweeting while sitting at a red light or I would never have seen her coming at about 50 miles an hour. And thank goodness I was in a Ford SUV and nothing happened to me at the time. The car took the whole brunt of the collision, but it was really, really scary. And I look back on that and I'm just so happy that I was not sitting at the light with my head down because I saw her coming and I was able to prepare myself, prepare my body, put my body into the right position from what I had read and been told of what you should do with a collision of such. Number 11 is do not set up fake Twitter accounts that advocate for yourself, that bash others, or just that are fake. And we've seen some people do this recently, and I encourage you to check out my episode 37 of my podcast, and I talk about fakes, bullies, trolls, and just whether you should fake it until you make it with social media. Bottom line, the answer is no. You should not fake it until you make it. Do not go set up fake accounts that advocate for yourself or that are mean and bully others. It will come back to you. And those tweets, those Facebook posts can all be identified. So I encourage you to check out episode 37 and it will talk you through the details of how you can identify those things and why it is such a bad idea to behave that way. The good thing to think about here is just practice what you preach. If you're going to talk the talk, then walk the walk. And there's a, there are quite a few people out there, unfortunately, who are doing a lot of talking, but they're not walking their own talk. And it's people who have written books on brand humanization and the list goes on. So just make sure that you are being real and that you are taking time to build your brand in the right way. Cheating may help you win the sprint, but it will not help you win the marathon, which is life in business. Next one is don't send me tweets asking me to download your app, share your blog, or whatever you may be desperate for if we have never met or tweeted together. And I can't tell you how many times a day I get these types of requests. And so I encourage you to check out episode 35, which talks specifically about social media launch strategies for startups, entrepreneurs, mobile app developers, that type of thing. And I go into details on influencer marketing strategies and what you should and should not do if you are kicking off and launching a product or a business and trying to leverage social media to do such. The key is just to make sure that you are planning ahead and not doing last minute random acts of marketing and social media. And you can download our white paper to avoid random acts of marketing. It's got top 10 tips to stomp the rams at socialzoomfactor.com slash no Rams. Go check it out. Number 13 is don't send random tweets to people asking them to retweet you unless, of course, it's for a good cause and you know them. If it's a link to your blog, don't do it. Number 14 is don't retweet yourself. This is pretty obvious and pretty simple to understand. Number 15 is don't send the same tweet 20 times in one day. So we know that you want to increase blog readership. So do I. So does everybody. If you focus on good content and connecting with real people, 
then the readership is going to organically increase more consistently. Just focus on building relationships and getting to know real people. And that's why I always recommend Twitter chats for newbies because it's a great way for you to meet people and start to build your community in an authentic way. Number 16 is don't only respond and or tweet with people who have high influence scores. So You can check out your influence score at Clout and Peer Index and several other sites. But remember that your best potential leads may actually have a zero Clout score or a very low Clout score. And so if you are focusing your behaviors on raising your own influence score, you may be missing out on some of the best friends and the best clients that you could ever have. Number 17 is don't only tweet when you have a new blog post. And we see a lot of brands that do this. They hardly ever get on Twitter and they are not investing in relationships at all when it comes to social media. However, as soon as they have a new blog post, guess who shows up on Twitter? Hey, everybody, come check out my blog post. Don't be that tweeter that makes you a twit. Number 18, don't only talk about yourself. Come on, you can show some social media love for other people. Focus on giving more than you get and you will be amazed at how much you wind up achieving in your life and in your business if you follow this practice. Next is don't forget to have a conversation. Twitter is not a one-to-many broadcast platform. Even though it can be used that way, nobody's going to read your stuff if that's how you use it. Use it to connect and to get to know real human beings. Next one is make sure that you double check your links before you tweet them. Don't tweet a broken link and never tweet anything that you haven't read. And I verify every single thing that I send And I really focus always on earning trust with my followers. And I try to make sure that on the end of every single link that I send, there is absolute the highest value that I can offer. So try to do the same thing and leverage Twitter to earn trust. Because if people know that you are a go-to source for whatever topic, whatever industry you're in, whatever it is that you do and you specialize in, maybe you're just specializing in inspiration right now because you're new to Twitter, you're trying to inspire people, you're bringing them knowledge, you're trying to empower them, whatever that may be, use it to establish trust and establish authority. I encourage you to check out episode 20, which is the social trust factor. And I talk about how you can ignite your business results with authority and trust. Next one is to make sure that you are leaving your opinion and that you are sharing part of you and your knowledge in your tweets. So don't always just make every single tweet Be a retweet where you just hit that retweet button and you're not sharing anything about you. Although it is great to curate content. So curation is an excellent strategy for people that are new, particularly to Twitter. And I I still curate a ton of content every single day. And I try to find the best resources that are out there to share with my followers and my audience and make sure that I am just helping educate them and keep them up to date on trends and news and that type of thing. So I'm not saying don't retweet content, don't share other people's content by all means, absolutely share other people's content. But just make sure that a good majority of those tweets, you are all 
also leaving a part of you. So you're sharing an opinion. This is particularly important when you are new to Twitter and particularly when you have not started your own blog. Because if you are not establishing trust and authority on any other platform, let's say you don't have a blog, you don't have a website, you're trying to launch a new business, you're trying to build your own personal brand, and you have no other platform for which you are doing that as of yet, then if you only go out on Twitter and you only retweet content, then you're going to have a hard time letting people ever get to know you. And remember, we really want to be human as we build relationships online. And so at some point, you're really going to have to share a part of you. Next one is don't include popular tweeters and influencers Twitter handles in your tweets just to get attention. And people do this to me all the time and it drives me crazy, but I honestly just ignore them because I just, I usually know that they aren't understanding the social ecosystem. Some may not be doing it on purpose, though the majority of them are. So do not include popular tweeters or anybody for that matter in a tweet that has no context or relevance to them just to leverage their name. It's really annoying and a lot of times people will mark you for spam and report you to Twitter for such. Number 24 is don't overuse the pound FF or Friday follow uh, type of tweet just to get attention. And there's something called a Friday follow where people will tweet a pound FF for Friday follow and they basically then put some Twitter handles behind that that they are recommending that you follow. And it has been something that has been out on Twitter for years and a lot of people still use it. I don't use it that much anymore. I used to, but I have actually gotten quite a few leads in the past from people tweeting my name in a tweet for a Friday follow. But just don't overuse this. If you're going to do it every Friday, I recommend maybe one or two tweets max. And don't do it trying to just get attention from popular people and influencers. Do it with an authentic heart and mind. And if you are going to recommend people, just make sure you're really recommending them for the right reasons. Number 25 is don't thank every single person individually who retweets you, including all the spammers, if you get a ton of retweets, just to raise your influence score. And I have seen people that are teaching classes that are telling people to thank every single person, send them back a tweet and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And they are teaching them to do this so it will increase their influence score. Because some of the influence scores are based on how many people you are conversing with, how many people you are interacting with on Twitter. And it looks at the number of followers you have and then what percentage of those that you are engaging with. So some people that really want to focus on keeping their clout and other influence scores up may just sit you know, a good majority of the day sit on Twitter and just say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, if that's what you want to do, because you have the, the heart in the right place to do that, that's different. But do not do that just so you can be increasing those influence scores. Number 26 is do not use my Twitter name as your H1 tag on your spam website to drive traffic to your blog. 
And I have actually busted a few local SEO and social media agencies doing this to me. And it is not cool. So basically, don't leverage the Twitter handles of other people on any of your platforms. So not only just on Twitter, but also on YouTube or on your blog, whatever that may be. Number 27 is do not hijack tweets. So this means you basically take my tweet and you retweet it but you change the link to your website or to your spam site. Most people will block you and report you for spam if you do this, if they don't know you. Now, if I see you do this and you look like a normal person that maybe you did it on accident or you are just learning the ecosystem, I will always give you the benefit of the doubt and I will usually publicly tweet you back and say, why did you do this? Please don't include your links on something making it look like I retweeted this when I really didn't. Because remember, like I said earlier, I really value establishing trust and keeping that trust with my following. And one of the key ways that I do that is making sure that the content that I tweet, I have always, always read. I will not tweet something that I have not read. Next one is don't hijack news and popular hashtags with content that is not relevant. And whenever there is big news happening, which there always is, when there's natural disasters or whatever it may be, there are hashtags that are used out on Twitter. And a lot of people who are spammers or just desperate trying to build their brand will hijack those news conversations and they will start inserting their brand content into a tweet and then leveraging that hashtag and hope that people will see that. If you are sincere and you truly care about that news topic and you can truly add value into that conversation and do that authentically and with the right heart and mind, then it's fine to do that. But just I would be really careful in how you uh, engage with some of those conversations because it really can come off as hijacking the news even if you don't mean it to. Next one is just to be smart and to be safe. So if you live alone, if you're a female or a male, don't tweet every night you get home and let people know you are alone. You're just asking for trouble and not all tweeters are nice, so be careful out there. Number 30 is don't tweet about your clients' online marketing or business strategies in a way that jeopardizes their or your secret sauce for your own benefit. And I have seen some agencies do this. I have seen some consultants do this. And I've seen them brag about what they're doing with their clients or how well they're doing with SEO keywords. And wow, that's really dangerous. Because for most people who focus on social media optimization and, and anything to do with SEO, if one of your competitors sees you talking like that about one of your clients, the first thing they're going to do is go after that keyword with social media optimization and with SEO. So just don't give away secret sauce, particularly when it's for your clients. And I have been shocked how much I've seen this happen with agencies and consultants that absolutely know better. Number 31 is don't start fights. Put this simple, just be nice. And if you don't have anything nice to say, keep your tweeter shut. This is probably one of the easiest ways you can be a twit is just being a jerk out there and just starting fights. Number 32 is don't criticize blog articles based on the title of the article that was included in the tweet 
if you did not read the actual content. So let's say somebody tweets an article and it has the title in the tweet with a link to a blog post. And there's a lot of titles for blog posts out there that are pretty catchy. And oftentimes the source, the writer of the article or the podcast is just trying to make you think. So as an example, I had a recent podcast and blog post that was loaded with stats and information to back up my opinion. And the title was, email marketing is not dead. And then it said, or is it? So I had a ton of people out on Twitter that tweeted back to me and just wanted to kind of start a fight and say, it is dead or it's not dead. And for many of them, it was so easy to tell that they had not read the article. And this happens so often. And so when I see this happen, I usually will tweet back and say, I suggest you read the article first or you listen to the podcast first because actually we agree 100%. So anyway, that's something I would be really careful of is just it comes across as pretty sarcastic and it will rub people wrong. Maybe when you don't mean to rub somebody wrong, you need to really just read the content, listen to the content and then respond. Number 33 is don't tweet every minute of your life. Take time off and away from social media and you will have way more value to add and to give back. And a lot of times you see people really starting to get grumpy on Twitter and on social media when they are not taking a break. And so I encourage you to check out episode 22, which talks about your digital lifestyle and ask the question, is your social media addiction providing value? And I really go into helping you just dig deep and figure out if the time you're spending on social media really needs to be as much time as you're spending. And do you really need to maybe be getting outside more, hanging out with your friends, hanging out with your family? So when you come back onto social, you can really be nurturing relationships and being human and just really connecting with real people. I also encourage you to check out episode six, which talks about unplugging and how important it is to live life zoomed in real time and just living life in the moment and turning off so you can turn on your life and business. So I encourage you to check out both of those podcasts. Number 34 is don't be afraid to talk to me. I can't believe how many people I meet at events or where I'm speaking or training or whatever it may be tell me that they have been following me for years. They, they know my blog posts. They come up and they give me hugs and they say they listen to my content. They listen to my podcast. They read my blog. They follow me on Twitter. They follow me on Facebook, but they have never ever came to talk to me. So it is about a conversation, people, and it is about relationships. And don't be afraid to talk to people, even top influencers out there. We want you to talk to us. We're human. We like conversation and we like connecting with real human beings. And if you're afraid to do that, join some Twitter chats. Get out there and join some online events. Join a webinar that's happening where you can learn about social media and connect with other people. Come join our Get Real chat. That's every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can talk to me there for over an hour. Next one 
is don't over-automate. Be very careful of how, when, and why you schedule automation. And I would suggest you really understand your audience, your brand, and how you are going to fit into the larger ecosystem before you do any automation on Twitter or really any of the social networks whatsoever. Number 36 is do not fake it until you make it. Listen to episode 37, which speaks directly to this. You want real followers, real friends, and you want to be humble and take people along for your ride. Share who you are, what you are, and as you succeed, as you grow, people will then celebrate with you. 37 is do not talk like a robot. Do not share your corporate collateral in 140 character tweets. All right, don't do it. Talk like human, talk like me, be crazy, talk like yourself, be serious, whatever you are, be that person. If you're like a marketing nut like me, be a marketing nut. If you're a serious type of professional that does not laugh and you're serious, be serious. But whatever you are, let people get to know the real you. Last but not least is don't wait until perfection. Don't let the fear of being a twit scare you. You need to start somewhere. Embrace imperfect perfection. It's the only way you're going to see success. So I hope that this podcast today helped you understand some quick tips to keep you from being a twit. And now you can go hop out on Twitter and have all kinds of success. But make sure you check out the other articles and resources that I gave you. And I will include all details of everything I mentioned during the show on the show notes page for this podcast, which is episode 39. And it is at socialzoomfactor.com. And we are also launching, as I mentioned, a Twitter class coming up very soon. And you can go check it out at socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom my tweets and you can subscribe for updates and you will be one of the first to know when we launch that class which is very soon so thank you so much for your time today I am honored I know that you have a busy schedule and so taking time out of your life and your business to listen to me the marketing nut is an important decision and I appreciate if you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.